I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Been given a bad break, but I've got an awful lot to live for. Hey guys, I'm super excited about this. 80th episode of the International Baseball Community Podcast. I have, for the first time, way overdue, uh, softball import players on the podcast. So I have Kaylin Campbell and Brittany McGuire, who are members of the website that went over to play in Austria in 2019. So this interview takes place in the fall of 2019. Kaylin is a six-foot corner infielder out of Central Washington University, and uh, Brittany is also a corner infielder out of Florida Gulf Coast University. 2019 was Kaylin's second year playing overseas, both with the same team, uh, the Wiener Neustadt Crazy Chicklets. Yes, the Crazy Chicklets of the Austrian Softball League. And uh, she returned for a second season. And then Brittany uh, joined the team for the first time in 2019. And that was her first season overseas. Brittany and Kaylin did not know each other prior to this season together. Uh, So together they're going to tell their story, uh, their experience of playing overseas, playing in Austria. So without further ado, let's get on with this podcast episode number 80 with Caitlin Campbell and Brittany McGuire. Brittany and Caitlin, welcome to the podcast. Hello, thanks so much for having us. Uh, thanks for being on. I'm excited. You're the first two uh, that I've interviewed about softball, and I know there's it's not quite as big overseas uh, as it is. Like softball isn't quite as big as it is for baseball overseas. Um, but I'm hoping with interviews like this and we just keep spreading the word more and more ladies will learn about the opportunities overseas um so today i just want to talk about your experience this year from the outside looking in it looked like a blast um so i want to just uh get a little insight uh so we'll start actually with kaylin because she came over uh last year in in 2018 and then Brittany, you joined this year um so we'll start with kaylin um you signed up for the website in 2018, and then you signed on with the Wiener Neustadt Crazy Chicklets. And I just want to read a little excerpt from your profile from back then, because I think it highlights really well, uh, you know, what the overseas goal or um, uh, frame of mind should be coming in. So what you said in your profile is, quote, it has always been a dream actually you said always twice but it has always been a dream of mine to keep playing past college i would love to continue my career overseas and meet new people who share the same passion for the game i do i love learning about learning about and experiencing other countries combining my love for travel and softball would be the best of both worlds it would also be very (laughs) rewarding very rewarding to help grow the game in other countries besides our own Good statement. I think that had other aside from your background and the numbers you put up in college. I think that was a statement that made made the chicklets interested. Um, when you arrived, you probably came with this. Um, you probably came with an idea of what you signed up for, but probably weren't really sure. When you arrived, <laughs> what were your first impressions and like early memories? Like, did it kind of match what you were visualizing, or was it kind of like whole, like a little bit of a shock? Um, I think I was a little bit of a shock both both ways. Like I wasn't expecting 
Well, right when I first got here, it was really, really late, and I wasn't expecting to see anybody, and I saw the entire team when I got here. So I was like, <laughs> hello. And then we left for spring camp, like, right, I think, the next day, maybe. And then, so that was, like, kind of close to my expectations because I was used to college and everything. So that was, like, we played all day, every day for probably three or four days. And that really kind of took a step back from there, and that was what I really had to adjust to. It was like two or three times a week, and it just wasn't quite as intense, but it was something I got used to, and it was and it ended up being really fun and different from what I expected, but I really enjoyed it. So you were expecting coming in for to have a, a similar schedule to, to what which you did in college? Yeah, just not quite as intense because I knew it was so different, but I wasn't expecting like – how much we do over here because it's so much less. Yeah. That, that is something that I tried to tell clubs to make sure that they clarify is what a week-to-week schedule looks like because, as you probably know now, there's a lot of downtime. Well, were you alone that first year? Um, there was another import from Venezuela that was here. Okay. Um, there were actually more of them, but we had the Venezuelan import for softball. She was a pitcher. Okay, cool. So you obviously enjoyed your experience because you returned in 2019. And what yeah. was your like? Did you did you decide to return just because the, the experience was that great, or had you not received other offers, or what was your thinking about re-signing uh, as opposed to exploring another part of Europe? Um, a lot of it had to do with my schedule with school, but I really liked it here, and I liked the setup we had, and I loved the people, mm-hmm. and I could see how much potential this team had, and I know that they are going to keep improving, and we're really young right now, so I thought, I mean, coming back, I could help them, and like the chemistry would be better and everything, and I just really enjoyed it, so we talked about coming back, and then... Here I am. <laughs> so where did you guys? <laughs> where did you finish in in 2018, or how did you guys do in the, in the Austrian softball league? Um, I oh god, don't worry. We finished. Um, we were in the top four. We were in the final four, and we got fourth. I don't remember what we finished in the regular season, but we finished fourth okay. in the tournament. All right. So then you obviously the Venezuelan girl didn't come back, and then you signed. Brittany, who's sitting to your right right now. And uh, mm-hmm. so how big a sign was that? Uh, I think that was really huge because um, <laughs> last year we, she was a really great pitcher. Yeah. But the thing we were missing was the offense because I was the – like we didn't have – we only had one import hitter, I guess, because mm-hmm. she didn't hit. So I was the only one there, and then, like, all they had to do was get through me, and they would walk me and stuff, but with her, like, behind me and everything, like, it, it just changed everything. Or a tag team. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, we're going to we're gonna get into that in a little more detail, but, yeah, that's huge. <laughs> Anytime we see a team with one import hitter, you just, yeah, you just pitch around them, so. Yeah. So. So it's, it's but we do have really good Austrians, too. I think we do have some of the best yeah, for sure. um, in the country, so they are definitely – really big for us like one of our I think our yeah our catcher is like she's our catcher our shortstop there's a few players that could pass in imports because they're such great hitters yeah but adding another bat like that is yeah 
I know from a baseball standpoint in Austria, it's getting a lot better. So there are those Austrian hitters that, you know, can, can present that threat and, and kind of be that person to back up an import hitter. But it is nice to have back to back big hitters in the lineup that are imports. Um, so Brittany, what were your first impressions coming over? Same question. Like, was it, was it what you expected or were you kind of like, Oh, okay. This is a little different. Um, hmm. like, did I you, think it was different for me. Yeah. Did well, of course it's getting it pretty so, well email. Yeah. Sorry, there's a del- time delay. Of course, it's going to be a little different. That was kind of the wrong way of answering it. If you knew coming in, it's probably different, but was it as different? Like, were you, were you prepared for what it would be like in terms of your schedule and everything? Yes, because of this one. Yeah. <laughs> I actually got Kaylin's number before I got here, like for the three months before I knew, and we yeah. talked. Like I would call her and annoy her all the time and ask her questions. Yeah. So I was pretty prepared because of that. So yeah. that helped a lot. She told me like what to bring, what to expect, like how the games work, import pitching to not import pitching, that kind of stuff. So yeah. it was nice that she was here before me to like tell me everything. Yeah, hundred percent. That's that's something I always try to say to anyone that that's about to sign somewhere is just ask who the previous imports were and, and talk to them. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that's, that's I did that too before I came. I talked to the girl that was here before, and that was that was big for me too. Yeah, yeah. It, it helps you adjust. Um, yeah. So you guys obviously get along. <laughs> so right, right from the start, it was like you guys worked well together or did it take some, some time to kind of, you know, adjust and. It was interesting because we're both the same position player. Mm-hmm. Like we both have background at third. I played third in college. Obviously she played third and first in college. We were like the same. Yeah. But when I came here, I knew that like she had got a gold glove at third. So that obviously it's like her position. I'm not trying to yeah. step all over her. I knew I was taking on a different role as a pitcher here because I had never pitched in college, but here I am. Yeah. So um, she does a, obviously a great job at third. You can see in the final four, she made like, crazy plays that save a lot of the games but it was nice that I got to play different positions here so yeah. we got along I think pretty well like we traveled everywhere with each other and stuff like that yeah, yeah. I think too that when I got here we left for facing ball the same day so we were playing like right off the bat like next yeah. day we were already playing so we just jumped right into it and it, and it showed like our tag team hitting when we were at Pittsburgh, all the difference. Yeah. yeah. They didn't pitch around me as much. They didn't pitch around her because they had both of us to deal with. Yeah. Which was nice. And that's a good icebreaker to get to know each other too. Is yeah, it's way better to get to know during a game than just sit around the clubhouse. Yeah. yeah, and and of course the evening. I don't know how how much freedom they gave you in the evening, but um, Finkston Ball. That's half of, or probably the majority, half of the of the experiences the evening too. But we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. Well, she so. was jet lagged. That yeah. was a bad part. She was still really tired. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I made it through that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. <laughs> I know what that's like. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the setup a little bit because I know I've, I've been to where you're living, and I think it's it's one of the few clubs in that I know of in Europe where they built the housing for imports right at, at the ballpark, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So you just live at the ballpark. Um, obviously it's very important that everyone gets along in that situation. Cause I think there's three baseball players there and you two, I don't yeah. know if you have your own separate, do you have your own separate bathroom from the guys or, 
Yeah, so how do you explain it? There's two public bathrooms out in front, which are open to the public and us. And there's two stalls in each of them, the guys and the girls. Yeah. And then when you come in, there's a shower, like one shower for all of us to use. Yeah, okay. So that gets a little time crazy. Like, we all want to take showers at the same time, but we make it work because we all get along really well. And we're close to the baseball players here, too, so it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, so we all have our own room, and then we share the shower, and then the public bathrooms are at the end, so we share those, too. Just because I housed imports for six years, and now I'm done, thank God. Um, but there, it, it must be challenging. Like I can't imagine, like you know, like somebody slacking. Somebody there is not pulling their weight. I'm not going to ask who, but somebody's not cleaning the kitchen on a regular schedule, right? Uh, <laughs> So I can imagine that we won't get into detail, but I can imagine Mm -hmm. that's. Do you guys even have a calendar, like a schedule? Like, all right, this person, you know, like, or did you guys get organized that way, or are you just kind of free for all, like, whatever? I mean, Kayla and Joey are like clean freaks of the house. Yeah. And me and AJ are not just AJ, but AJ and me are like more like the we kind of leave things and then. We get yelled after yeah. away. Yeah. But it works because we're like, oh, everyone's different in the house. We're not all the same. Yeah. 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 I mean, we just kind of do it as it goes. So yeah. it's, But we have had some very bad encounters with trash. And yeah. Yeah. Me and Cam have had to do some crazy stuff in this house. Yeah. When the trash starts moving by itself, then there's. The- yes, yes. yes. That's the way they got it. Yeah, I've been there too. <laughs> but. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, I know the location where you are isn't exactly like there's not much around there from at least from the when i've been there i've I've looked around and i'm like okay there's nothing out here but a ballpark and like a a grocery store nearby so how do you get around like are you stuck there or do you do you have a car or public transport or like um we we have bikes here so we can take those like pretty much anywhere around town because it's not a big town but um, a lot of our teammates help us out if we need to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah we're close to our team. So and then the uh, train station's like maybe 20-minute walk. So we've gone to the train station for our trips, and walking there and back is not bad. So we have bikes and friends with cars, and the train station's really close. All right, cool. And you're only you're not far from Vienna, so. It, it, yeah, yeah, it's 30 minutes at least. Yeah, we're yeah. just like half hour away. Yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna jump into the softballs um, a little bit. Obviously, the level of play is lower than what you were used to. Um, that's kind of mm-hmm. a given. Did you know that coming in, or did you have an idea, like w- you know how what the level would be like, or um, and yeah, we'll go with that. And then if you can kind of summarize. Uh, what do you tell somebody back home what the level's like? Like if someone says, "Oh, what, what's the level like over there?" How do you how do you explain it? I think watching like our final four games were all televised or not televised live stream. I guess you would call it. Mm-hmm. It was that was easier for my family to understand like what I've been talking about with someone and telling them. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay, it's just slower. Yeah. But I think that they're like the import games are not as different as college. I would say, but. Obviously, like in college, people are make routine plays a lot easier than Austrian plays do. But I don't even know how to explain it. You probably can explain it. I mean, I think coming in, I was, I knew it was lower, and from because she played Division One, I, I played very high Division Two, so we were used to that really competitive spirit. And I know that here it's just a little bit 
it's different because softball is not their it's hobby. Yeah, it's not their hobby. priority. Mm-hmm. So they don't, like, for fun, they don't go out and hit like we do. So yeah. it was a lot different. And just, I think a challenge is for people to, like, stay on their same level and bring what we know to here so we can bring this level up a little bit. But I think the Austrian League is getting better and they're improving. And I think, I mean, it's not... It's different. It's hard to explain. I mean, it's different yeah. from what we're used to, but it's not, like, super low. Like, they're competitive players. And I think when we come over and, like, express to them how they need to make this a priority if they want to be good at the sport, it changes their, like, mental mindset to how much they need to put time into playing the sport to be like us or other players that we bring in. Yeah. Because I think sometimes they just think it's going to be natural, like, I come to practice every once in a while. I'm going to be really good like you guys. Yeah. But a lot of our girls realize this year, Ina, for example, if she puts in the work, she will, like, protect us, and that's what she's done this year. Yeah. So all of her time, like, hitting and stuff like that has paid off. Yeah. Yeah, she signed up for the website one time, and I think she was looking to challenge herself and go play in the winter. Yeah. I don't yeah. believe she signed uh, she received offers, but I think as she continues to push herself and be around people like you, um, yeah. that's very possible. We have a lot of Austrian players mm-hmm. and European players that have signed in the winter overseas and, and do well. Um, but it, you are right. You hit the nail on the head as far as it, it being a hobby, at least yeah. um, for a lot of players. But I've noticed from the baseball perspective uh, or standpoint um, that's becoming less and less. Like more and more players are buying into making this like a, a passion or something that they will go and put their own time into aside from practice, like, like you said. But it really is hard to put a thumb on the level like when you try to explain it. So I wanted to kind of torture you a little bit there and see see if you can. <laughs> How many teams are in the league? Uh, this year there was six, but last year there was five. Okay, so there's, it's growing? Yeah, one of, the, one of the teams from the second league jumped up this year. Good. And uh, would you say it's a competitive league, or like, or are there a couple teams that dominate? I think the I whole think league is pretty yeah. competitive. Like, there was the fourth and fifth place team were tied for the last spot in the final four. The only thing was the last team from the second league was they're pretty weak from rebuilding or just coming into the first league. But I think overall it's pretty competitive and everybody is, everybody battles with each other. Yeah. Because yeah, our schedule this year was we had to beat this team to knock this team out of the final four and that kind of stuff. So that was fun. Yeah. They were competitive, kind of like college ball. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah. It's, like it tends to be a, an issue across Europe at times is where there's like some teams just dominate. So, but so it's good. Yeah. It's good to see, and that's that was what I I saw from the outside looking in is that it seemed seemed competitive. Are there is every team importing? Two teams that had one import, and everybody else had two. Cool. And how many games are in the season approximately, including? Uh, regular season is twenty. Okay. Cool. So this year, uh, it. It looks like you guys had some success. Maybe you can, yeah. maybe you can start with the epic uh, come from behind win in the semifinals. Tell us, just you know, I don't want to steal your thunder and do all this. I just want to hear what happened exactly. I know the highlights, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but you were in the semifinal against, I believe, last year's champion, right? Yeah. Yep. All right, I'll let you take it from there. That was really big because everybody 
is really competitive with the Sharks, and they always want to beat them no matter who they have, who they're playing, or whatever. So that was really big for us. And then going against their Austrian pitcher, um, she's pretty good too. So we had to really step up there. And I think we were we had some errors, so we started off a little rocky, and then we kind of started making a comeback, and we got a rally. And then this one hit a grand slam. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. In the, and what game was that? Six, so. like, it was a series, and what, what was the series at when she hit the grand slam? Like, what was the score of the situation? <laughs> it was the first game, and it was the it was bottom of the six with two outs, and we were down by three. So she hit the grand slam, we were up by one. Yeah, I was pretty hyped, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah, their pitcher gets in a lot of our Austrian players' heads, so um, she doesn't get in the account's head as much, but she's already used to it because college is like that, obviously. Yeah. But she was like screaming throughout the whole of that, and it was just like, oh, here we go. Let's just please make something happen, Brittany. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. It was, but I haven't been that hyped in a long time for that, and it was fun. That's was, good. So you, like, you can come over yeah. here and have moments that – would be a highlight of your career even yeah you consider sure. that you played you know you were a cleanup hitter and at a d1 uh, a good d like a ranked d1 college and yeah. uh, so you can come over here and still have moments where you're like you know when you look back yeah, 20 years from now you're, sure. yeah. <laughs> cool so that was game one of a best of what three three yeah so the second one we it was the it was important so she pitched it and we we hit that report pretty good, so we got I think the final score was like 10, six, 11 to six or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we just kept our lineup going, and then um, I think after that first game, we were pretty hyped up and we were pretty confident. So yeah, uh, we beat them and in that game so we swept that series and moved on so that it sounds like they're kind of like the yankees of the austrian softball league a little bit like everyone wants to beat them kind of thing so you were kind of the underdogs or they were a little bit the favorites going in and you beat them and i don't want to overshadow what kaylin did in that game she apparently i think you also had a good game something like something like a cycle or something like that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no big deal or anything. She didn't even know. That's the funny part. So yeah, I was I was thinking before my last event, I was like, because that game was home, and we knew the finals was or the next weekend was going to be in Vienna. So I was like, this is probably going to be my last event at this field. I was like, I need to make it a good one. And then I went up there, and then I hit a home run, which is not easy on this two yeah, foot fence. This field is huge. So yeah. I finally got one over, and then I came back, and one of our assistants was like, Kaylin you have a single and a double and a triple and a home run. And I was like, she's like, really? What? I didn't even know. And I was like, how do you not know that? I was like, I do? <laughs> yeah, it, that was pretty cool. It's probably a good thing you didn't know that. I was just going to say that. I had a nerve-wracking. I was really glad I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was fun. But we've done, like, that's, like, very rare. And our team has made two triple plays, which is rare. It's true. Oh, like, yeah. Like, this team has done things that it's like, really? what? <laughs> like... Yeah, it was crazy. That's crazy. So from a scheduled standpoint, um, I saw that you guys did some traveling. Where did you guys go? Um, we went to Munich, Germany. We went to Munich, Ostrava, uh, Switzerland. Oh, gosh. Ostrava, Czech Republic. To oh, to watch the softball. Yeah, we went to Hallstatt, and I went to Paris, Budapest, Innsbruck. I was all over the place. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. 
So what would uh, I'm getting, I'm going to put you in the spot a little bit of those places? What is what are what's the what would you recommend if you if you had one of those places you went to? What's what was the one that in Austria or outside of Austria? Yeah, anywhere. Yeah, outside of Austria. Like, what was your favorite trip? <laughs> I would say, well, besides everywhere, yeah, um, my favorite was Alshat because it's, it's a really, weird. it's yeah. a really, it's a really <laughs> tiny village, but I've been wanting to go there for like probably five years. Yeah, so, so you I could get in a candy shop there. Yeah, <laughs> so you, I knew, thought that was like you really pretty it. and really cool. And we had a friend that drove us too, so we weren't like stuck in one area. So we went, we were in Alshat. We were a little bit outside of it, but that trip was really fun for me. Yeah, so you knew about Hallstatt before coming to Austria, like you said, five years. So you've heard of it or knew of it or whatever. Because I never heard. Yeah, of it I've, I've, or yeah, I've seen pictures of that little postcard when sure. I was yeah. like, I need to stand right there. Yeah, well, you did. That's cool. And how did you find traveling around? Like, I know a lot of the, the hesitancy for a lot of softball girls to come over is they're a little bit intimidated by the idea of traveling around and oh it might be dangerous or whatever did you ever feel in danger while you were traveling around i was i felt really safe all the time and yeah i can read subway maps and everything so i'm pretty good at transportation so i'm not i would be lost yeah Yeah, i wasn't (laughs) absolutely about it well i think it's like she's used to traveling a lot too i'm from florida and we have like cars everywhere like you don't yeah. need bikes or anything like that yeah you don't need to take trains and, and metros and yeah we don't even have trains in florida yeah. well the metro systems are pretty standard across europe like as far as how mm-hmm. they how they operate like to read a map and everything uh, so once yeah. you get the hang of it it's it's not bad but i can see it being difficult um what about from a communication standpoint are any of you picking up the language or are you She's not. <laughs> I try my best, but my country accent does not lead into German speaking at all. Yeah. Um, I like I know quite a few things. Like it's it's pretty easy to communicate around here because a lot of people speak English. But I know some basic things, and I can pick up on a lot of things. It's hard to have. I don't know if I can have a conversation, maybe, but I we can kind of understand what they're talking about sometimes. We pick up little words. Yeah, yeah. we pick up words. Okay, I'll put you on the spot then. Can you say, I love Austria? No, shit. <laughs> I can say the numbers. Oh, right. <laughs> She's got it. She's got it. Yeah. Ich liebe Österreich. Yeah, yes. very good. Right? Very good. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pressure right there. Uh, as far as traveling around and everything, um, what would you recommend somebody else that's coming over for the first time? Uh, as far in terms of like how much money should they bring in the savings in order to allow for this additional traveling traveling stuff? Because I know there isn't a lot left over for for extracurricular stuff like that. So. You definitely, if you want to travel the way Kayla and I did, you need to bring extra money with you because your second that you get every month is definitely not gonna get you to where we went everywhere. Yeah. Um. It honestly depends on who you are, what you spend, like yeah. what you eat in a month. Like, yeah. obviously, you're not paying for gas because we're not going anywhere with a car, but yeah, the train rides and stuff like that. But and you can also like it depends on like how you want to live on the road, I guess, because. You could stay in a really nice hotel or you can get a hostel that's really cheap. So it's just, it depends on how you want to, 
where you want to stay and how you want to kind of go about that. Yeah, and the hardcores have used uh, the Couchsurfers Facebook group that we have um, for our members. I put you guys in there, I think. I don't know. Yeah, we, I, we didn't use it, but we saw all the right Yeah, and the real, the ones that are really trying to save a buck use that. Yeah. We use it really well, and they crash on it like they try yeah, to Yeah, it's around. definitely a smart thing to do, for sure. Yeah, it would be helpful. And, but there are yeah. imports that just don't travel. Like, they just stay home and do nothing. And I couldn't do that personally, but you can technically yeah. come over and survive on the stipend that you get. And, and um, it's just not... I, I would. I think the whole experience is traveling around. So, um, sure, yeah. so Caitlin, it appears you accomplished your goal of experiencing and learning uh, about other countries. Um, seems like you had a good overall experience, Brittany. How was your experience? Great, overall, awesome. You enjoyed it. <laughs> so what's? Yeah, I did a lot. So what's next for you guys? Um, for me, I'm going. Right back into grad school. I'm going in my second year of grad school in, in the fall. I'm actually doing my thesis research in a couple weeks. Okay. So I'm doing that. And then I'm also the graduate assistant at Central Washington University. Yeah. So this year, winter and spring, I'll be doing that too. And then I think I might, I think my graduation quarter is next fall. Yeah. So. I don't know. After that, I might be uh, going other places to play in the winter and the summer. I don't know yet. Yeah, New Zealand's blowing up pretty good for softball. So this. Yeah, I want to go there so bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's down the road. That there, that's an option, and you could always do a partial season again next summer or something like that. Or. Yeah, that's also a possibility too. Yep, Brittany. Um, I've gotten a couple like offers from New Zealand but they just have fell through it didn't work out as much as I thought they would be and then I got an offer to go to uh, Australia right? Australia to play baseball which was interesting <laughs> <laughs> that was a uh, he, he sent me an email I was like you mean softball he goes no I mean baseball and I was like um, I don't know about that but yeah. thank you yeah it's the same in Japan um, they actually are interested in softball girls to come play baseball because they'll still be is, better than the locals yeah we're, we're <laughs> All my uh, baseball players are falling through, so I thought I'd try another side. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Well, I think uh, Um, I I actually looked at your profile before, and I think if you just had a demo video of of you pitching would make the difference. But uh, I'd be surprised that you don't get offers because um, as a two-way player, it's just a matter of showing that you're for sure a two-way player sometimes. And And I noticed there's no stats on the Austrian website. I don't know why. Um, which is yeah. which is too bad too. But you know, you update update the profile for a little video you pitch, and I'm sure you'd get offers. But um, yeah. any any advice for? Um, oh, actually, before Brittany, are you would you like to continue? Then that's what your plan is. You want to continue? Do you got a job um, bug too now? Or? I applied for a couple college coaching jobs back home. Yeah. So if I get that job, then I'm gonna stick to coaching like a higher level or if I don't then I'm going to come back next year there are my two options right now cool so so kind of up in there so <laughs> yeah well those are those are good options <laughs> yeah um any tips for anyone considering taking their overseas to end this interview if you're thinking about it do it because I mean it can sound scary but if you really love the game and it's I mean, playing after college, people don't really think 
that even exists. So once you know the world is out here and you can do so much more, you can play around, you can meet people, you can travel. I think it's just, that's what I love. So I think it's really fun. And I think just give it a shot and see how it goes. And if it's not for you, it's not. But if it is, you never know where it could go. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. It was definitely, it was so much more relaxing to come to another country than America. I don't know if that sounds bad, but <laughs> this country is so, like, chill and the mountains. For me, because Florida's all water everywhere, we don't have hills. This is, like, a whole other world for me to see, so it was nice. And they and don't have, all new people. And, for sure. And they don't have animals that can eat you. Yes, yeah. that's true. That's Everyone true. made fun of me when we went and jumped into a lake. I'm like, are there any alligators in here? I'm like, Brittany, no. I'm like, do you guys realize I'm from Florida? Like, we have sharks, we have alligators, like, yeah. we have snakes, we have everything. Yeah, no, there's nothing here that can kill you, really. Like, there's. Yeah. Uh, I'm from Canada and we have bears, so. And, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, there's no bears here. Yeah. So, cool. Well, thank you guys for sitting down and for this interview and uh yeah best of luck to you guys thank you nice talking to you thanks for having us all right take care bye Hey guys, that wraps it up, but uh, a little update uh, or something we didn't include in the interview was that they did go on to the finals, obviously, after winning uh, the semifinal matchup there. Uh, They were swept by the Vienna Wanderers uh, in the final, uh, but Caitlin finished with an average, a batting average of 672 and Brittany with 500 in the playoffs. That's the hot, that's the furthest that the Chicklets have ever made it. So uh, congrats to them and the Chicklets for their successful season in 2019. If you are a softball player and you're looking to travel the world and play softball, it is a little easier than a baseball player. There tends to be more opportunities or less competition, less less women looking to play overseas than there are baseball players. Uh, so it's a lot easier to do so, especially if you're a pitcher. And the little update with Caitlin is she has now re-registered with us to, uh, after wrapping up her master's degree, to play overseas for the next couple of years she's she's chomping at the bit to travel and play softball again and of course with the current situation with the coronavirus uh that's kind of put a a a hold on that for now but we're looking at this winter and the 2021 summer so uh, we're looking forward to seeing Kaylin overseas again Brittany, i'm not sure what she's gone on to do at this point i believe she's coaching uh, at the collegiate level so uh we wish Brittany the best of luck with her coaching career if you want to follow us uh, or follow this podcast or listen to more podcast episodes, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud. My favorite podcast app is Overcast, and you can find us on there as well. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us uh, at the handle at Baseball Jobs Overseas at just about any social media platform. So once again, thanks for listening, and may the softball gods be with you.